Hello and welcome to Living with the Lance Speeder, Chapter 10, where we Star Warsify Disney parks one attraction at a time. And tonight is going to be a very special night. Not only are we doing Toy Story Mania, but we are joined by, I will say it, probably one of my favorite uh, cast members of the Disney parks. If not my favorite, I have a cousin that works there. So I sort of have to be like, <laughs> well, she's my favorite, but, uh, we're joined by Mark Daniel tonight. Uh, Mark, how are you doing tonight? We are so happy. Hey, I'm great. Here. Thank you for having me. And I'm very honored to be here on episode 10. Yeah. Living with the land speeder, which is yes. an amazing name, by the way. I love it. <laughs> thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we love, um, we've only been doing it for 10 episodes, but we, we've, we've loved every moment of it taking, uh, cause we, uh, love Disney parks, but we also love Star Wars. So just putting them together is is a magical experience. But Mark, you have been how long? Because I looked it up, but I didn't see how long have you actually been with the Disney company? Uh, let's see here. Uh, since I'm in my office, let's see here. I've just celebrated my thirty oh. year. Oh wow! Oh, amazing. Oh. With Jamie the Crickets. So cool. With the Walt Disney Company. Very cool. That's amazing. My service award there. If you don't mind me asking, what was your what was your first position at the Disney uh, 30 years ago? So a lot of people can go back. If you go back, well, I really started back in 1991. (laughs) So I was part-time. So I've been full-time at Disney for 30 years. Oh, wow. So uh, my first job was I was in high school still. And I was a canopy carrier in a parade called the Electric Light Parade. Oh, cool. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I don't know if you'll remember this. There was um, a canopy of lights that was carried by, would be, I was one of the canopy carriers. And there were dancers in um, beautiful gowns and, and they were all illuminated and they would dance under this lit canopy that we would carry down the parade route. Now, you know, it'd be sweet, crazy. I still have our old home movies of that parade. If I pull those up and see you, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be huge. That would be awesome because I love yeah. it. I would love it. You know, back then, um, I tried to take a picture of myself once and it didn't. You know, back then, I'm talking about it. <laughs> wind up cameras. Months. Cameras weren't really just, there was no such thing. Wind it. <laughs> you have to, like, yeah. So uh, I tried to take a picture of myself uh, before selfie was invented. It didn't come out good, but uh, I'm going to check because I have all those at my house here. Well, how old would you be then, Derek? Um, well, how long were you in the parade? Uh, I was in the parade. So I was in the parade in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in the parade until it went away. So oh wow, in the 90s. And I don't remember the dates. I apologize. But no, I will tell fine. you for a fact that in, I was in the electric light parade and then it went away and they brought in spectral magic parade. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the electric light parade went back to Disneyland, I believe. Yep. And we had spectral magic. So I did both of those parades. So I did the ending of electric light parade into mm-hmm. spectral magic parade. And so I'll have both awesome. of those videos yeah. too. So I, I would have had like 1993. Mm-hmm. 97 98 which would have been mm-hmm. the other show so i'll I'll look i'll check it out yeah, you, you, you'd probably there's a good chance i could be in the electric light parade you would see me and you recognize me but by the time i got into spectral magic parade i became a character performer so oh, uh, cool. yeah so you um, would not have you wouldn't you wouldn't see me. <laughs> I'd <gotcha>. see you. <laughs> that was, so you, that was, you were a friend of somebody then. Yeah, yeah. But I was myself as a canopy carrier. We just wore like these big white hats with feathers in them. Uh, we had white knickers and like shoes with big buckles on them. Oh, I remember those. And oh, a big yeah. bellowy piratey shirt. And uh, so we weren't <laughs> lit up actually. We just like carried the canopy and, um, you know, and uh, it was about the canopy and the dancers. <laughs> it wasn't about us. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That kind of so made fun. my night because I'm like, yeah, now the childhood well, memories are flooding in. Oh, that's my, awesome. We took my grandmother and she was in probably at that time, late 80s, early 90s, like mm-hmm. years old. She'd never been to Disney and we were, she came down and we went to Ohana's and we didn't have tickets for her for the park, but we, we went around on the monorail okay. and 
we went to the guest services thinking they wouldn't do anything. And we're like, you know, she's, she's nine, she's 90 years old. Is there any way we could just take her in to see the nighttime parade? And they were like, you know what? Come on in. And they let her come in in her wheelchair. She sat there on main street. She'd never been to Disney parks before. And she watched the electric parade and I've never seen her happier in her life. Smile on her face. She thought it was the most magical experience she'd, she'd ever seen. Um, and that was her Disney because that's the only thing that she really did. Wow. And it was just amazing. So, yeah, that touches my heart that you're a part of that. You're in that parade. Uh, yeah, she loved it. She loved it. She thought it was oh, yeah. just the, the well, best. First, thing of the all, first of all, that's so cool, too. I mean, I want to give a shout out to the cast members that you went to speak to. And they said, yeah, bring <laughs> her in. And first yeah. of all, before you even get to the parade, there's magic happening already. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that I love the Disney parks is just mm-hmm. because of, of the cast members and the, and the magic and, and uh, seeing everything that you've done over the years um, has been amazing. Uh, there's you've done so much. Mm-hmm. Well, I, have, I want to share with you a moment with uh, spectral magic that of my memory. Okay. I didn't grow up with Disney. I grew up in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, yeah. I came over here when I was about 12. I lived in Tampa. So, um, I didn't grow up with Disney in my backyard or anything like that. But yeah. uh, when I was in elementary school, my aunt took my cousins and I to Magic Kingdom and um, didn't really know about Disney World and the theme parks or anything like that. My my aunt was from America. My cousins lived in America, but I didn't. So they were excited. Like, we're going to Disney World. I was like, OK, cool. Um, so I went. I remember um, it was a lot going on. I do remember the Haunted Mansion. And uh, I remember I watched the parade at night. And so did Walt Disney World. I remember riding the Haunted Mansion and being scared, you know, because really, <laughs> um, I'd never been in a haunted house that big before. You know, wow. uh, you know, a little Halloween things, of course. But, yeah. you know, think about it. Like Haunted Mansion, like is a is it's a, if you don't know it, it's a it's a house. You go into a house. And if you're a kid and you just did Halloween stuff back in the 90s, you just had these little places, little parts of the mall that were turned into little scare places, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and with all those space, amazing effects and the mirror effect when you're in the doom buggy and the, you know, uh, the ghosts are riding with you and everything. But uh, so fast forward to my job at Disney and I um, training in the electric light parade, uh, ELP, we called it. And uh, so we had to, they had to train us how to walk with the canopy because you have to walk a certain way. You kind of, it's kind of like a, a non-military march, you just kind of kick your foot, but everybody tries to be on the same foot so you can uh, carry it with the least amount of stress on your back. And uh, so we were backstage and they were saying, we got the, they told us how to, showed us how to put on the uh, harness. We picked up the canopy. There was like six poles and you put those poles in a harness, kind of like you're carrying a flag and like a color guard. So we put them in the loop and they pulled one of the floats out because we had to follow it. We had to learn how to walk with the float. So the float that came out, it's daytime. We're in a parking lot backstage where all the floats are stored. And um, this little turtle comes out, right? So if, <laughs> I, if you remember, they had these little, like they had wow. a snail and a turtle. Yeah. A yeah. little turtle comes out with his little glasses on. And <laughs> it comes out and they say, okay, you're going to follow it. And it's daytime, so we, there's no lights on. And they turn it on. And when I heard the music, it went boom, 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 boom. And it like totally, like I had this moment of just like, it's like the, I heard that music when I was in the park, when I came for the first time, I saw that parade and I didn't realize it until I heard the music coming out of that turtle. Mm. And I, I just had that moment, you know, when the camera zooms in and it's like you move with the background doesn't, <laughs> like I had that moment and I'm telling everybody, Whoa, I saw this parade. Wait a minute. This is that parade. And it was like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. I saw this parade. And it was like, yeah, we all saw it. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, to me personally, it was that moment where I was just like, whoa, I'm, I'm, that's the first time I had a moment that's really where cool. I was like, I'm part of something that can be people's memories, yeah. can be something mm. to remember. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what you had with your grandmother, you know? So that yeah. was. Yeah. I had a moment like that too, and I did the parade. That's, that's so, awesome. That's so cool. cool. Really cool. Man, if we don't even theme anything, this is a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done lots of, of different things in the Disney um, uh-huh. parks, and at some point, you have gotten to experience working 
in Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to sort of segue it to move it into Star Wars. Uh, how did that come about? What was your first thing for Galaxy's Edge, and, and how have you enjoyed your time there? Oh, my goodness. I, I've loved my time at Galaxy's Edge. It's a one-of-a-kind place, but I want to jump back really quick because I want to give a shout-out to Star Wars Weekends. Oh, yes, right? of course. So Yeah, so I'm going to just go time. I was able to do the first-ever Star Wars Weekends. Wow. Um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And this was, um, it was so much fun doing the first ever Star Wars weekend. I'll tell a really quick, small story. No, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Star Wars sure, Yeah, please do. Uh, Star Wars weekend is really cool because um, that's the first time I got to know the 501st. And if you, listeners, I'm sure you, you're all Star Wars fans, so you all know 501st. <laughs> all your fans know 501st. But I'll just say, just in case they don't, it's a voluntary uh, group of people that uh, they get approval to uh, portray a lot of times they're stormtroopers, but they can be any character from the Star Wars uh, universe. Um, and they would come and be a part of the day parade at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So um, the main characters, the main Star Wars characters were supplied by Disney, but the 501st would supply a lot of the stormtroopers and Tusken Raiders and mm. different things like that. So um, I was able to do the first ever um, Star Wars weekends and uh, who was there? I can't remember who was there, but it was fun because um, these the stars of Star Wars. There were there was not supposed to be any more Star Wars back then, right? Star Wars was something <laughs> yeah, that was right. done, you know. So these people had moved on. Some of them remain actors, like Mark Hamill stayed doing voiceover work and you know uh, in animation. But most people they were doing other things, right? Maybe other movies and such like that. So the cool thing is. They weren't megastars, so we just sat in the break room and talked to them. I sat, I sat and talked to Jeremy Bullock and uh, oh, Peter wow. Mayhew, <laughs> um, Mark Hamill, Billy D. Williams. We just, we just hung out, so it was really cool. That's cool. Um, David Prowse, you know, got getting to meet uh, the guy who was in the the suit, uh, yeah, who played, who played uh, physically Darth Vader. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, so that was my first experience with Star Wars. Um, and jump to Galaxy's Edge when they announced that they're going to do a, a new expansion of Disney's Hollywood Studios and uh, make something very unique where you get to live your own story and, and bring it to life as much as they can. Um, I remember I auditioned for, they had a role called, um, uh, it was a role called a Kembe. Yes. Uh, it was a story of, um, and this was an actor, and they were looking for people that, you know, um, you would help lead the building of a lightsaber. Um, and I remember uh, going and auditioning for it and just um, being really excited because whatever it was, I just wanted to be a part of Galaxy's Edge. Um, and I used to do a show called Lights, Motors, Action. And mm -hmm. uh, Lights, Motors, Action, you, okay, you remember that show? Oh, right? yeah, yeah. All right, that was a lot, that was a fun show. That was a show nothing like, it came from France. So again, mm -hmm. I know your viewers know this. Um, but if you don't, Light and Motors Action is a car stunt show. We have a stunt show, which is the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, which is mostly physical stunts of people running around and jumping and punching and kicking. But we had a, a show that came over from France called Light to Motors Action, which was a, a stunt show involving vehicles. Um, so I was a part of that show. I played the director in that show, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but hmm. when that show closed and they were bringing in... Um, Galaxy's Edge. I because I still worked at Epic and I was still driving on this little backstage road. I got to see them dismantle Lights Motors Action and build Star Wars Galaxy's mm. Edge. So couldn't really see it, but you can see things coming up. And I remember at this point in time, Rogue One had come out, um, and oh. I loved Rogue One. Rogue One is yes. like Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film, and my favorite, my Star second Wars favorite. Oh yeah, second favorite. What's your first? What's your first, Derek? Empire. I mean, Empire, okay, it's it's Empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I will say, I know people are like, what are you talking about? I know that Rogue One is good because of Empire, because oh, of yeah. New Hope. Rogue One is good because of Star Wars, right? Yeah. But I think that when Rogue One came out, that really spoke to me. Like, I was really like enjoying it. It's what um, it really was visceral for me, it really moved me emotionally. So, it's my favorite Star Wars, and of course, Andor is my favorite series. But there was a moment where I got you got to see I could see being close backstage parts of Galaxy's Edge being built. And I remember the moment I'd seen Rogue One and I loved it and I'd watched it many times. And what I loved about Rogue One 
was it was the first time I was able to see the grittiness of Star Wars. Like you're not just seeing the ships and a Millennium Falcon, which is old and beat up, or the cleanliness of the Empire, or even Tatooine, you know, Mars Eisley. You see these things, but Rogue One like puts you, you could see textures, right? Yeah. You could see buildings and everything like that. And I remember loving that in Rogue One. And I remember the moment when I looked at what was coming up and I looked at some of the spires and some of the textures of the wall and the domed buildings. And I, I said to myself, it looks like Rogue One. Like, oh, I got yeah. so excited because it looked like what I saw in Rogue One. And you could, I could see, you could see one ship and it was uh, um, the docking, the ship that's on Docking Bay 7, which is Cookie's ship. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like building that. So I got to see them install that and put it in and start, you know, it was mostly painted, but, you know, then they start lighting it up so you can see like the engines glowing and stuff. And uh, hmm. uh, so just watching the whole process and then getting to open it, not only that, but I got to, um, I got to live stream the grand opening. I hosted the live stream for the grand opening of uh, Galaxy's Edge. I remember that, yeah. Uh, so that, that was an honor. I also got to live stream like some sneak peeks into Galaxy's Edge so, so guests can see. But what was really cool is I was able to go because Galaxy's Edge opened first in Disneyland. So I got to actually go to Disneyland on my own accord <laughs> and check out uh, Galaxy's Edge and check out the show that I was learning, which was really cool. So I went to opening stuff. weekend at both right. parks. So. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so we, we were there when you were here in Orlando. I was with you. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yes, I have. Um, I have. Four Savi's lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> been blessed to get them. And each, each time that I've gone, I've hoped because I knew that you were uh, in there sometimes. That I've always oh, wondered, good. oh, maybe Mark will be in there. Oh, but yeah. it's, it's never worked out. No, but okay. I don't think I can spend any more money on Savi's. <laughs> <laughs> you might be in trouble. Yeah, no, rolling that dice. I gotta go back. Last time we were there, when Ryan and I were at Disney together, he kept trying to get me to buy all these lightsabers. You need that one. You need that yeah. one. You need that. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's my see. money. All right. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I do. I make kyber crystals, so you know, it's it's mm. made me some money. So, um, which but you, business, you can write it off on your taxes. Oh, so I can keep buying. Like, I'll tell yeah, yeah, it's a business expense. <laughs> it's yeah. product. It's product development. I don't have any of the new ones. Research. Were but you, you did hold on. Uh, you did get to to interact. This is a jump to something else. But it, with Mark at the parks, yes. we saw you on a video giving a secret about the Muppets. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. came to my Muppets meetup. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ryan came <laughs> to my Muppets meetup, which um. It was something I always wanted to do because people would always ask me like, hey, you know, are you going to I would love to do a tour with you. And of course, I can't do that, really. So I was like, you know, if I just did it on my own time and I said nobody would show up, I don't think anybody will come. And I said I only planned for like five people to show up. And it was it was really <laughs> that was um, so really fun. And um, I also did, you know, I was also a performer at Muppets 3D. So I did a lot of shows at uh, at the parks. Yeah. Um, the most, but uh, my the most of my blood, sweat, and tears uh, goes into the studios, um, and kind of like you know. Thanks for bringing up my secrets. You know, I like to tell my nerd facts, which are Disney nerd facts, and yeah. most of them are, you know, are steeped in story that the Imagineers have created. But not just the Imagineers, but also Disney show directors when they create shows. Um, I've been involved in so many shows. I know a lot of the backstory for certain things. And sometimes that backstory starts to disappear because they're going with a new focus. But some of those elements are still in the park that you can see. Mm -hmm. So I really tried to um, cool. uh, share that because they're still there. Um, it's still part of the, the history of mm -hmm. the theme parks and the, the work the, uh, the creative people did, whether it be Imagineer, engineering, or um, show directors or show writers. You know, those stories are still there. So I try to, uh, you know, pull back the curtain but not the real curtain, but the curtain that's still <laughs> part of the show. Because yeah. then, you know, there's two elements, right? Especially to be the early days of Disney's Hollywood Studios was about peeling back the curtain. For instance, a good example of when you go to Star Tours and you see the big AT, AT, when from one side, it looks real. When you go on the other side, it's not. You see the lights and everything. And that was supposed to be that way. Hmm. Star Tours is inside of a soundstage, right? 
Yeah. And it's supposed to be like, oh, we're making the film. You see half of the uh, Ewok village and you see the back, the, 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 the rest of the force is painted on the wall. But then the trees stop because that's how they would film. Right. Everything else would be CGI or a matte painting, you know. Um, so that's what studios was about. But when you go to Galaxy's Edge, they don't do that anymore. It's about what they call the immersive experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. um, so those those elements are still there. But yeah. um, I just like to point them out and share them. That's that's the Disney difference, right? Too. I mean, not to be cheesy or whatever, but it's that's that's why we love it, and why um, I guess some people don't see it that way because they don't know about those stories, right? They don't see that, and they're like, "Why do you love it so much?" And it's like it's those little details, it's those yeah. stories, it's those um, hidden the things, magic. or just the the magic there that uh, keeps us going back and wanting to know more and wanting to see more and and be part of that. So. I think that's yeah, and I think that's what's really cool. I think um now everything is like um nothing wrong with it, but it, it everything is CGI and sure. I won't get into AI, but let's just talk about the last <laughs> yeah. amazing CGI when you look at Marvel and everything, and it all looks amazing. But there's something about you know that, and I don't know if any of you are computer uh programmers or computer designers or graphic designers, but I know that they made Iron Man look good. And they made the Hulk look good. But that's still somebody behind a computer animating it. But yeah. sometimes when you see a team of people like creating a character and they have to physically pour the mold and then put the servos in them. Yeah. And then somebody's, you know, moving all the remote controls and the other people are puppeteering it. You know, <laughs> all those yeah. things like you get to see. To me, that's also magic. Right. Sure. That's the magic. I appreciate it and I like it because I grew up with that. But the people now, there's nothing wrong with it. That's why I like to see those things because I grew up on those things. I grew up on the practical effects and how does it work? And you mm-hmm. see everybody working and, you know, different things like that, where um, some people grew up on the um, CGI, which is good, too, because, you know, we don't even know what's real anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. But at the end of the day, it, let's say a movie was all CGI you can't really walk through the studio and look at stuff, you know, it's yeah. just all in the computer mm-hmm. on a hard drive. But yeah. when you can walk through and look at props from films, you know, how cool is it to see, you know, that's the props from back to the future. That's the props from jaws. That's from star Wars. You know, those things have a life of their own. And, you know, it's, yes. and it's fun to see. Yeah. So did you get the chance to work on the star cruiser at all? Yes, I had the honor of being the pre-show for the Star Cruiser. That's right. Yes, yes, because I went. I got to go. I was one of the, the few blessed ones that we got to know. go. And, <laughs> and I remember that because I was there and because I was like all in, I went in costume. I was immersing myself. And then I saw you on the screen and I'm like, hey, it's Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you know Ryan went on the Star Cruiser? Because he'll tell you. <laughs> because well, I, this is what I tell people. I, I say it is one of the greatest experiences I've ever been a part of, like got to do. It was fantastic. Loved every moment of it. And I'm so sad that it's going away. But it 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 was you know it was just amazing and i'm glad yeah. that that you got to be a part of it did you get to go on it just as yourself and uh no i didn't get to go well i missed i i was i, I missed i wasn't able to go uh for the preview because they did a preview mm-hmm. for um the media and people who worked on it um and i i missed that moment oh. uh, and i still regret it but i was on it for filming um i got to see it like in um in what they call B mode, where it's not, I don't even think that's the right term, but it wasn't <laughs> in show mode when I saw it because we were like filming a lot. I was there when they were filming. Um, so what I'm part of is the pre-show and the safety video. So yeah. they're, they're um, actors in the safety video telling you, uh, explaining when it's an in-story emergency and if there's a real emergency because it's very immersive. So you have to make that distinction. Um, and I was honored when they picked me to be in the pre-show and, and it was, you know, when they asked me to do it, I was like, yeah, you know, great. You know, it was like a secret. I couldn't say anything. And <laughs> uh, I had to keep my, keep keep it quiet for a very long time. And um, it was really cool because the Imagineering team, um, Corey and uh, Scott Throwbridge, you know, they said, and um, 
I forget. I know her last name is Morrow, but I forget her first name. Um, they said, you know, we when we we were thinking who could do this, and then we were like, Mark, oh, Mark. Yeah. And so if people don't know, but I, for a long time, I was the uh, main stage host for Star Wars Celebration. Um, so I've had a, and also I work at Lucasfilm during their, um, their picnic. They have, I actually go to Lucasfilm. I, I get to sleep there overnight. Oh, wow. In. Um, so once in a lifetime thing. So uh, a lot of the Star Wars fans know me as, you know, as the entertainer that when they go to Star Wars <laughs> events, I'm there. We're having a good time. <laughs> You know, I got to, and, and it's so it came so much full circle of doing the first ever Star Wars weekends and yeah. then doing uh, we did Galactic Nights. I did that. And then I, I was doing Star Wars Celebration and then getting to work because um, of David Collins getting me to work at Lucasfilm uh, and then being being on the house team was really cool. And, and they have that reaction that you had, Ryan. When I come on, I go, welcome to the Galactic Star Cruiser. So many people go, oh, it's Mark. And uh, <laughs> say it's the good segue between you leaving the real world yeah. and putting you into the Star Wars world. They're like, when they see me, they go, oh, okay, this is cool. That's the Star <laughs> Wars guy. He's going, okay, we're going over this way, you know? Yeah. So uh, when they told me that, when they thought of me, they're like, it's it's for Mark. Mark should do it. I, I was very honored. So it's, a, it's cool. a nice feather in my cap. I'm sorry it is going to go away, but I'm glad that it, I got to be a part of it and you it got happened. to be a part of it. And a lot yeah. of guests got to be a part of it. Or if you had, if you weren't a part of it, it did exist. And there was a place where you could play star Wars overnight. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and people talk about it and it's really good. The actors, a lot of my friends are on the star cruiser as performers uh, and crew members and they give it their heart and soul, man. It's, it's, um, it's a lot of work, but they make it work. And Ryan, you experienced it. So oh, yeah, they were fantastic. And I, I got to, I took a bunch of my Kyber crystals. I made special ones just for the star cruiser to hand out to all mm -hmm. the, the actors and the cast members and just telling them how thankful that I was for what they did. Cause they allowed us to play star Wars for a yeah. couple of days and it was amazing. And mm. I wish I could do it again. It, I real, a, sh a quick shout out to uh, some of my, friends the heroes of the halcyon podcast they are doing a party the 30th of august to celebrate the the halcyon it's going to be it's a private event you can buy tickets for it more tickets go on sale this friday at uh, planet hollywood they've rented out a big room sure. and they're doing a lot of the cast i think are going to be there okay uh, so yeah you might want to check that out i can send you the info on that but yeah, i'm okay. hoping hoping i can somehow get a really cheap plane ticket and fly down for it. Cause I've done a lot of stuff with them. Um, we did some make a wish stuff together and we've done some podcasts together. So I'm hoping I can fly down just for the party and, and hang out oh. with everybody from the house. So but they Thank should you. have me there. Well, you know what they should, you should, uh, they should have me welcoming people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause you know what? It's, it's such an incredible experience that people forget that I'm part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and go, it's Mark, and when it's over, they're like, "Oh, that was awesome." Uh, Mark was in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll totally get. I'll get you guys in contact with each other because I'm sure they would love it. Uh, they're cool, sure. great people. Great people. Uh, cool. Well, I guess I guess we should we should do some. Do we sit out to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Could, Mark, I could talk to you literally all <laughs> yeah. night long about and hear your stories because they're all amazing. But I guess we should Star Wars a fire ride. Star Wars a fire ride. Yeah, I, I guess we should. So tonight we are doing Toy Story Mania. And for the first time listeners or those who have listened before, how this works is we take an attraction at Disney World. Right now we're just doing Walt Disney World. One of the theme parks, something in the area. And we take it and we Star Warsify it. So what does that mean? That means we take the ride and we don't gut it. We don't level it. We just say, how can we make this ride or attraction Star Wars themed? So that's what we're going to do now. I, I think I'm, am I going to start tonight? You're starting yeah. tonight. I'll start All tonight. All you, buddy. <laughs> All me. All right. So when I think of Toy Story Land, Toy Story Mania, I think of my childhood because of the, all the toys. And I wanted to figure out a way to, to keep that. So as I was thinking, I remember this that I have. If you're watching, you can see this. Mm -hmm. This right here Ooh. Is, is full mm -hmm of the kenner it's the darth vader 
action figure, action figure. carrier. Well, if you're just listening, listening. you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. This is all my Star Wars um, action figures from when I was a kid. All the original ones. Um, some of them are in better shape than others because as a child, I played with them. I did not keep them in the packages because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know any better. No. <laughs> uh, no, you did know better. You played I know. I did know better. I played with them. And, and this is boys to play with, man. Yeah. Yep. So. I, mean, I wish I had some of these in the package because it could probably pay off my house now. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, that is that is what it is. But this is my uh, Darth Vader case. So I thought, why not turn Toy Story Mania into a vintage Kenner? Uh, oh, sponsored by Kenner. Right. right? Sponsored. So this is <laughs> oh, cool. This is toy, right, this I like is, this. Uh, yeah, hold on. I got my notes right here. To make sure that I, I like this a lot already. This is good. This is this good. This is a Star Wars Blaster Challenge sponsored by Kenner because <laughs> Disney Parks brought loves to you by. Yeah, brought to you yes, by, brought by Kenner. <laughs> so the land is still going to be toys. This is going to be Star Wars toys. Um, so the inside is all going to be decorated with like vintage Kenner um, boxes, packaging, of course, and the there's going to be the big famous empty box, early bird certificate box mm -hmm. sitting, you know, in, in there. So it's going to look sort of like it is, but it's all going to be star Wars, old star Wars toys in the line mm -hmm. going through. And then of course in the ride, you have Mr. Potato head. So we have to have somebody there mm -hmm. and I couldn't think of two better, two better droids than the original Kenner C3PO and R2D2. Mm. right there they're gonna be where mr potato head is and they're gonna be bantering back and forth uh making jokes r2d2 will be beeping probably something inappropriate that we'll have to tell him no this is a family attraction mm. um <laughs> we'll venture on until we get to the the ride vehicles and the ride vehicles are of course going to be the troop transport the kenner troop transport that was never in the movies Back mm -hmm. then, it's in the Mandalorian now, but it was a yeah. Kenner's vintage toy that they brought out. The troop transport actually sort of looks like their ride vehicles a little bit <laughs> that are there now, if you look mm -hmm. at them right. So they'll be side by side, just like the transport, back to back. Um, and then your your blasters in your vehicle are, of course, going to be the vintage Kenner uh, DL-44, the Han Solo blaster, and the EL-11 stormtrooper blaster so you may have to ride it a couple of times to get the different blasters nice. <laughs> uh, you know make it re you know make like it it. again so the first room you approach i'm just going to go through the rooms real fast the first room you approach is you're going to have the target practice just like in the regular ride but this time it's going to be the combat training remote like you see in new hope that luke is um you know training with so that's mm -hmm. going to be on the screen you're going to be blasting it uh just like they do the pie scene or the, the, the bullseye scene in the actual ride. And then you'll it'll spin you around. Of course, there'll be all the, the vintage Kenner stuff all over the walls and the toys, just like in the ride. Uh, the room two is going to be the hallway scene from New Hope with the stormtroopers. The, everything is going to be the Kenner toys. So when those doors open... It's going to be the Kenner toy stormtroopers coming out at you. <laughs> it's going to be Kenner Darth Vader with his weird, you know, toothpick bent, lightsaber. Bent. It comes out that way. Yeah, <laughs> just comes out that. That's I mean, the whole ride is going to be everything on the screens is going to be the Kenner vintage toys. So that's going to be your first room where you're shooting stormtroopers, trying to shoot Darth Vader just to rack up those points. Mm. Uh, then you're going to rotate around to room three and you're going to be on Tatooine shooting Womp Rats. Okay. The Tusken Raider toys. There's going to be the Sand Crawler. There's going to be Jawas, the Land Speeder. You're going to, it's, it's all the, all the fun toys that we had as a kid, or at least I had as a kid, that you're going to be shooting at. Followed by room four, you're going to be transported to Hoth with the, with the, at or ATATs, which, whichever one you want to call it, <laughs> you're going to have the Wampa toy, the Tauntaun toy, uh, the snow speeders, <laughs> all those you're going to be shooting for points, just like the Toy Story Mania room. Five room five is going to be indoor with speeder bikes. You're going to have the Ewok playset that's going to be right there, front and center. You're going to have Ewok toys, all that, the all that fun stuff, stormtroopers. 
And then six will be our, our Death Star space battle with all the Kenner ships. You're going to have TIE fighters, TIE bombers, X-wings, Y-wings, B-wings, all flying around, getting your points. And then, of course, you'll get to the last screen where it tallies up your points for your prizes, just like on Toy Story Mania. You're not going to be getting beavers or rabbits or, or whatever. On this one, it goes Stormtrooper first because Stormtroopers miss a lot. So ah, it's going nice. yeah. to be the first prize. Then an Ewok because they're cute. you know. Then we're going to go... Uh, these are all classic Kenner toys. We're going to go Hammerhead. That's what I called mm -hmm. them when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Prune Face. You guys remember Prune Face? No, probably not. I, I remember, he had, he had, he had him in there. Reds or something on the back? He had like the, the eye patch. I have him in here, I think. He had like hair in the back. Yeah, I think so. But he's they called him Prune Face because he looked like a prune. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Let's see. I know I have him. Yeah, here he is. Was he on Dick Tracy? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't, no, I don't know him. Yeah, wow. that's Prune Face. That's one of the weird Kenner toys or action fingers they brought out for Star Wars. And everybody's like, who is this guy? Like, who is this? So, of course, he's going to be in there. Then we're going to have Max Rebo as our next one. And then our top prize is, of course, the most sought-after Kenner action figure, Yak Face. Yak Face. Okay. <laughs> that one's the most expensive one I think there is. Maybe. Wow. Uh, or most sought-after. So, there yeah. we go. So, that's the ride. That's my Toy Story Mania. Wow. Man. It's wow. A Kenner, Kenner Vintage. Um, Ryan goes track. into a lot of detail. I do. I yeah. do. He, 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 I don't go he, into he, all that detail. He, I don't do that. No. I my one of my dreams, which I'm I'm 45, so it'll never be reached at this point, was was Disney Imagineering. Just it was always a dream of mine. Keep it putting it out never, in the universe. You never. I'm, I'm going to keep putting it out because man, that's that. I would love to just work for Disney one day. Maybe when I'm older, the kids are gone. I'll we'll move to to Orlando and I'll, I'll work for the parks. I mean, I just I just love it. But I love making rides. That's one of the reasons we 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 started this show. So that's my ride. I'm sure all of our rides are going to be uh, fun and great. So hopefully nobody copied that one. You guys all got your own. Oh, oh good. Well, there we go. Yay! <laughs> so who would that like to good. go next? Oh, thank you. That was good. You you brought visuals, man. That was good. Yeah, I brought I brought visuals. Yeah, <laughs> I go next. Okay. I go next because uh, mine is not as detailed as yours. I do like. <laughs> no it. one's ever is. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No one can live up to Ryan. <laughs> so good at this game. <laughs> yeah, because I I I also thought about it. the reason I'm going next is because I had the same idea of keeping it toysy. Yeah. You know, but I didn't go as deep as you. I was like, yeah, no, the Kenner toys and all that stuff, like that's on point. My ride didn't really have them as toys in the ride, but toy props, like you said, um, going through. I don't want to take anything you said, but I just envisioned like oh, okay. instead of Green Army Men, it's Stormtroopers and it's the toys just all around. Yeah. Um, but uh, I kept it more um, kind of like Toy Story ride and the 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 uh the 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 blasters you have they still look like toy story because in each room they change to something else yeah so i kind of had it like um hmm. the first room is um it could be it turns into a blaster cuz you you're shooting the battle droids from from the prequels mm -hmm. so it's that you know uh -huh. and it's it's more and it's it's animated like it was on in the films but it's really funny, right? Whatever they want to do, battle droids running around, you hitting them, you know, the bigger battle droids with bigger machines cost, you know, you get more points. So that would be one room. Um, and the other room, I like what you said. I, I was using the two because you got to have Endor. Yeah. So, and, and so now you can shoot and get different weapons that the Ewoks use. So on Endor, you're only using the weapons the Ewoks would use. Yeah. Oh, so that gives you some like Toy Story Mania when you have the loops and you're shooting rings and different things. So in that room, you know, yeah, you got rocks, you got um, I, I, um, what are they, bolos with you know the, the yeah. spin and all this kind of stuff. So now, now you have Ewok weapons and you and you're shooting stormtroopers in the woods and that whatever comedy you animate in there. And uh, and on Tatooine, the same thing. You got to shoot romp, womp rats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things that pop up in Tatooine. And I didn't go through all five rooms, but my other room finally would be 
the trench run to blow up the Death Star. So Ooh. going along the trench, and, and this is a mission that they didn't know, but you're helping Luke because there are other cannons you're trying to take out. So there's, he's trying to take out big cannons, but they also there's also little cannons along the trench. Yeah. And you can hear him, and he's like, you know, flying through, and you're following him, and you're taking out cannons so he can go and finish off the Death Star. So, uh, cool. Yeah, so I yeah. like that yeah. idea. Um, yeah. So you just had you in this ride, your your um, your shooting weapon changes to whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it pertains to. That's uh, cool. I like yeah. it. I like That's it cool. a lot. Yeah. yeah, you could almost make a whole ride just out of the trench run mm-hmm. as as a game too. That'd be really cool. I mean, and, uh, they've, they've made that yeah. game before. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah so uh but yeah not as deep ryan that was but yours is pretty cool i i, I can i can see the t- like shooting toys and toys coming out that's just genius i think it's so such nostalgia people yeah. just go in there and cry i think oh yeah yeah you know and, and and i can see all the jokes of the toys like i'm sure toys had like you know maybe the secret is that prototype Boba Fett that shot his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, right. all the secrets that can be put in there and all the jokes and what you get points if you shoot this one, this, this, you know, this ad ad would always fall over because it couldn't stand up right. Like all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, that's right mine. I like nice. it. Very good. All right. So Derek said he wanted to go last. So I'm yeah. going to go next. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh oh. What do you got for us? So, <laughs> so there, there's going to be some similarities, but uh, the name of mine is called Stormtrooper Training Academy because we all Ooh. know that the stormtroopers are the worst yeah. shooters, right? Yeah. So they they need to train. So your your job is to uh, take part in the training uh, as a stormtrooper. Uh, yeah. Captain Phasma is in the the queue. Uh, she's you know. Asking if anybody's seen FN two one eight seven or whatever, you know, and <laughs> and spouting off propaganda about the Empire or yeah. or the the New Order, I guess the First Order, uh, not yeah. the New Order, um, the First Order, and uh, the, you know the inside is maybe looks like a dreadnought or something like that. But um, I, I kind of went back and forth. Could it be toys? It could be Stormtrooper toys. It could be toys on the screen. But um, the idea is you get you know, you've got these different scenes. Uh, the first one maybe it's Leia's ship, and uh, this is it's gets dark, and I apologize, but it's you've got Rebel <laughs> Alliance soldiers, and you're shooting them as they kind of peek out from the, <laughs> the corners and stuff and and there's droids that you know are going by the screen and <laughs> shooting them and um maybe the next one is Tatooine so go you know still going to Tatooine on mine as well but uh Tuscan Raiders you know they're yeah. jumping out and you're shooting at them droids again and land speeders going across we have to have land speeders of course mm-hmm. Rontos and Banthas and then um, indoor, <laughs> so we're, we're still using indoor and Ewoks. And the, you know, we, one thing we haven't talked about is the 3D element of this, really. You know, oh, yeah, uh, maybe they're again, we're we're attacking them, so they're shooting uh, the rocks at us, and you know, it's, oh, it's coming right at your face, you know. Um, and then maybe there's rebels on speeder bikes going across, and you're trying to shoot them. And um, of course, the weapon is a, is a blaster, maybe it's the same mechanics, but it's it's still a blaster. Um, and then another scene could be a, a Death Star. And I, I went between two different uh, ways to do it. So either it's outside, like you're looking outside and you see X-Wings and Y-Wings and bombers and all that going by and you're shooting at them. Or uh, maybe it's you're inside uh, the Death Star and you see Luke and, and Leia and Han Solo and Chewie and all the droids and everything, you know, and you're, and you're shooting at them because, again, you're trying to hit them. But... <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then on the, it is dark. I know you're, you're but it's funny. Um, and then the, I killed Chewie. Mom, I killed fifty-seven Ewoks in there. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of the ride, you always have like, zero points because you didn't hit anything. Anyway, everybody has right, zero. You miss points. it all. That's right. The last room could be crate. I, I try to keep it across the the universe of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Just, so maybe crate, and you've got resistance sh- soldier. Uh, maybe not crystal foxes <laughs> maybe there's just crystals oh, no. <laughs> you yeah, want to shoot animals kill those. Oh, <laughs> so there, maybe there's crystals that are that are coming across because you know you have to have that one part where it's easy where you've mm. got the the thing in the front and you're just going you know you're hitting yeah. the, <laughs> the stuff and getting all the points at the end maybe these are the crystals that are coming up and yeah so but 
I went ahead and did the uh, the store as well, the gift shop. You gotta have oh, gift okay. shop. Oh, okay. Uh, but maybe there's stormtrooper parts. People want to cosplay, you know, stormtroopers. There's pieces there. There's blasters, shirts, and um, there's toys, of course. And Dead action Ewoks. figures and all that fun stuff. Dead Ewoks, yes. Please. I want you to explain okay. what the shirt, because you said it's Stormtrooper Academy. Okay. Right? So explain to me what kind of shirt am I going to get? Oh, there we go. What kind of shirt? Stormtrooper Academy. What, what's it maybe, look like? Yeah, maybe one shirt could just be like a a, a poster okay. that is like a, a propaganda or just like um, join us today, you know, kind of thing, like an Uncle Sam kind of thing or, yeah. or um, something like that. Or maybe it's uh, Stormtrooper <laughs> shooting at targets and, of course, they're missing. I, and it says... Missed you. Wish you were here. <laughs> wish you, oh man. <laughs> Perfect. And wish you were here as a target. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh man. Yeah. No. I would right. buy that shirt right now. <laughs> Maybe we should make that. We need to make that. I'll write it down. Yeah. Put it on the, the stuff that we've shop. never opened. Yes. Yeah. Missed you put on the iron peak. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I like Great. it. Nice. I like it. All right. So here we go. So. It's no mystery that I'm a huge fan of the Black Spire Outpost book. It's my it's it's one of my top favorite Star Wars mm-hmm. books. And that's because one of my favorite characters is Vi. Mm-hmm. I think Vi Marathi is such an amazing character. And so I wanted to go back again to making this about Batu because this is what started us really wanting to expand Batu and Galaxy's Edge. And so this ride is called the Harvest festival uh um it's not meltdown now i messed up my brain farted (laughs) um anyway so it will say meltdown because i forgot what my word was but so you're it takes place during the harvest festival on batu okay and one of the great things about the harvest festival is that oga is really involved in this you know oga with her crime syndicate and her her cantina and all this so as you're going through the queue Mr. Potato Head is now replaced with Oga. You get to see Oga, and you know she's she's kind of a she's a pretty scary looking person. And so you're getting <laughs> here, but it's a celebration. So you get in your ride vehicle, and you're going through. And the first two rooms are like playing almost like carnival games, but in Batu, like that kind of style, that feel. And you're in the festival, mm-hmm. but at the end of the second room, as you're playing these games. All of a sudden, the stormtroopers start coming in the background, and it becomes a real fight. And Vi comes in, and she helps you to navigate and to fight and to hide yourself through the streets and fight against the stormtroopers in the First Order. So then every room, it escalates. So the third room, you're fighting the stormtroopers. And then the fourth room is when the ships start to land and Kylo Ren's getting off his ship. And now you're having to fight all of his guards and you're having to fight all of the the better characters in the final room is you're you're basically with vi fighting kylo ren and then depending on your score is whether you beat kylo ren or whether you have to retreat and you have to do the right again and try to it's kind of like the millennium falcon where you got to return the canisters and you, you have you have these things but my whole goal with that is actually push Galaxy's Edge into that ride. And so you have more land to go in there and they, they could easily theme the outside to also make that work. And it just builds on the characters they already have and they already worked so hard in that land mm-hmm. and just giving them more roles. Wow. So that's, cool. that's my idea. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. It. Nice. I like it. That's really cool. What 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 really got me everybody, first of all, everybody got something as far especially somebody who's at Disney and I can I know like I don't know the formula, but I know enough about the formula. So everybody had something that got me really excited. So Derek, you you got me really excited when you said you're playing carnival games hmm. in tattoo. Like what does that look like for you? Yeah. For you, Katrin, I was like, the shirts. I was like, the shirts are going to be really cool. <laughs> Academy, you know, because we had Jedi Training Academy. Like, those shirts sure. are unique. Yeah. Um, and um, Ryan, you know, the, the action figures, like, animating them and shooting them is going to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I liked, like you said, traveling and seeing more of Batu. Yeah. And then also they're so like, especially like how um, the marketplace, the um, merchandise you buy is supposed to look like they're made by villagers. So I can only imagine how they would take regular carnival games and Star Wars them and make yeah. them not only that, make them look like something on Batuu. As well. yeah. yeah, and that's what I kind of figured. And then if you had that, you could almost take the street vendors and start adding some of those actual games. Yeah, and then you can almost bring in that aspect where you know, kind of like in Animal Kingdom, in Dinosaur Land, where you're playing the carnival games. But now you're in Star Wars, and people are paying more money, <laughs> and they have these different experiences. But it would be so fun. But yeah, I would love to like expand and get more people's ideas on what carnival games would look like in Batu. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That's cool. And, and I like the idea of uh, moving through Batu. I mean, we see Batu, um, we see Black Spire Outpost yeah. on Millennium, on Smuggler's Run, um, but we don't get to see, it would be cool to see Galma, Pika, you know, Sarabat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, everybody there, I think you know already, everybody's from a place. So mm -hmm. I'm from Galma. My character is from Galma. Um, and each place is like, um, Sarabot is um Sarabot is kind of farmland. Pika is like rivers fishing. Um and then Galma is like is like Manhattan. It's like real gritty. Uh it's almost like it'll be like a gritty Coruscant. You know, a lot of metal, a lot of you know, um that's where the um um droid gambling, battle droids gambling, that's where the pod racing is all all that is like that's the the kind of um, the busy area. You know? So that's, <laughs> yeah. I chose to be from there because I like, you know, I'm like, that's pretty cool. That is yeah. cool. And that's why I love that book so much because they just build on everything that's there. So obviously I went to the parks first and then read the book because Logan Sekulow was like, this is the best Star Wars book. You need to read it. <laughs> and I read it. And then it just like built this bigger picture in my head of like the cave systems. And if anybody out there, again, I, I've said this before on other episodes, if you haven't read the book, you have to read it or get the audio book. It's incredible. And it, it adds all kinds of new characters, old characters, and it builds the land even bigger. So when you walk in there the next time, you're like, Oh, I know why Ogus Cantina is hard to find when you're walking by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really cool. And, 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 and to your point, you know, um, Vi is such a strong character, um, and it's really cool. And like when you read the book, like you see when you go to the attraction, you see the work Vi did. Like that's yes. there because of the work she did. Yeah, you know? and the stories of how she got there, you know. And one cool thing was, and I was never able to visualize her droid. Like when I was reading the book, she has a droid that's really cool, and like. I don't know what the droid looks like. I remember when I read the book and they would explain him, I knew what he looked like. But if I had to draw him right now, I don't remember. But I just wish, like I think about it now because I forgot about it. I wish I did know what that droid looked like. And I wish I could see that droid. Because um, mm -hmm. I don't think it's a droid that we've seen. Is, is it? Have you, do you remember, uh, Derek? Is it no, it's not. And in, in, in the character, it's almost like has a little bit of that chopper vibe. Yeah, How big is it? So, yeah. How big is it? It's like uh, it, go it's ahead. It's not sorry. huge. Yeah, it's not a huge droid. Because there I was like, I feel like it's I feel like it's protocol droid size. Like yeah. C3PO. It's almost like it, in my head, it looks like Wally. -E. Okay, yeah. It, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know if they explain it a hundred percent. I think mm -hmm. they explain it just enough for what your sensibilities are that you will see it. It wasn't the droid that they had that they tested to be a Walk around character. Um, I think it had legs. Am I wrong, Derek? I think it could walk. I don't think it had wheels. Okay, I remember. Yeah, I need now. I need to go. They tested it. Uh, they tested a. It, it had wheels and it would roll around and it was yeah. very unique looking. But kids would climb all over it and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do this." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, this droid was supposed. Yeah, I remember seeing video. It was supposed to just. It was not supposed to. It moved around on its own. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Looking. Yeah, that's too bad though, man. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, parents, yeah. come on. I know. <laughs> yeah, a little electrode on there or something. If you touch it, 
ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
my memorabilia and my pins. Like I'll show you this here. This is very unique. This is a, a cast member name tag pin, oh, but it was cool. made by Arebus Brothers. It's a crystal. Oh wow. Yeah, they wow. made it a couple of years and you get your name, but these are now discontinued. You can't if you you only could get them when they made them. So hmm. this is official Walt Disney World name tag for cat. Well, you know, it's a it's an ornament, but yeah, it was made exclusively for cast members. That's uh, cool. So um, but yeah, so I tell my my career through um exclusive cast memorabilia. So I'm pretty excited. Wow. That's, that's really, really yeah. Right, so I'd love cool. to when I get that book done, I'd love to come on the show if I can. Oh yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Plug it. Yeah. When do you that's when cool. do you think it'll come out? I'm hoping that I can I'm hoping that I was trying to get it done by my 30th anniversary, which was uh um last month. Um or this year, but probably next year. Yeah. So I gotta double down. <laughs> oh, cool. So and I haven't told anybody that. So this is oh, exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thanks again for joining us. And then listeners, watchers on YouTube. Uh if you see Mark in the park, tell him hello. Mark in the park. Mark, Mark in the, the park. He's in Mark's Mark. <laughs> Yeah, tell him, tell him hello and tell him and thank him for everything that he does to make the magic happen at the Disney parks. Thank you again, Mark. <laughs> this has been Chapter 10 of Living with the Landspeeder. We'll see you next time with something new, another another attraction to Star Wars 5. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for having me.